before you proceed, I wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to us. And this is our very first podcast. So when you're listening, you can actually hear the nervousness and excitement in our voices. We hope this to be the first of many. We hope you enjoy the experience and you always come back and support the African Experience podcast. Enjoy your day. Happy podcasting. Welcome to the African Experience Podcast, your podcast for fascinating discussions, stories, and interviews from the diaspora. Your host, Two Ordinary Africans. Hello, Phyllis. My name is Abdul Hafiz, and this is my colleague, Yakub Ali. We are the founders and the hosts of the African Experience podcast. We are excited to have you here on our platform and listening to episode one of the African Experience podcast, which brings you inspiring stories and experiences of Africans all over the world. Hafiz, why do you think they should listen to the African Experience podcast? Why I think they should listen to the African Experience podcast? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea why anybody would want to listen to us, but, you know, let's see what we can deliver. All right. So the African Experience podcast is going to be a podcast that would introduce uh, conversations, stories, um, expertise of Africans in the diaspora. So we're looking to have interesting and exciting conversations. We're looking to bring inspiring stories. We're, um, we're also looking to interview experts in their field pertaining to Africa. It could be um, entrepreneurs, it could be doctors, it could be historians. Anybody we feel uh, could benefit us and the Africans as a whole. So yeah, that's why I think people should listen to the African Experience podcast. Yeah, and we believe that Africans everywhere to have something to say and they deserve to be heard regardless of where they live. And I think this is also the platform where they can also say their stories, right? Absolutely. So if, uh, if say, anybody has an interesting story we, which we think uh, needs to be heard, uh, we, we'll be looking forward to bring, bring such people to, to our platform. You know, um, these days, uh, people are consuming a lot of material, especially uh, on YouTube and other social media, including the podcast world. Uh, even though the podcast has been, has been there for a very long time, it's just recently that people have started actually listening to it more and more, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's an opportunity. It really is. And as we can also see, like, there are a lot of opportunities in this world, but the opportunities are, that are granted to Africans are quite limited to Definitely. a certain group of people. And we need to expand this opportunity. Why do you, do you think there is um, any difference between listening to 
podcast on YouTube and having a postcard postcard podcast. Podcast, yeah, it's it's bro, it's it's normal. Yeah. You know we wish we can just speak our own language. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 our first time, so the the nervousness, the excitement is there, you see? So I, I think so, so what can you say are the difference between a podcast, listening to a podcast and watching it on, 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 on YouTube? YouTube I yeah. think that, that there's a lot of difference. So for example, with YouTube, people need to to watch. So uh, over the years, say over the decade, YouTube has gone from a very mi- minority um, platform to, I think, the biggest media platform in the whole world, in my opinion. Everybody now can upload whatever they want, obviously with the, with the, with the permission of YouTube, in a sense. And now we, we, we're going into the podcasting. So the difference, I think, is with YouTube, you'll have to sit and watch. You'll have to sit and watch. And as, as you know, with, uh, with our phones, you can't be watching while walking on the streets. Or yeah. maybe say, you can't be watching a YouTube video while cleaning the house. You, you can't, can't minimize it. Absolutely, yeah, you can't minimize it either. You can't be watching a YouTube video while, while exercising. You get me? But with, with, with podcasts, the opportunity is vast. You can be on the subway and listening to your favorite podcast. You can be cleaning the house. You can be exercising. You can be doing some other things that uh, you don't need to sit and watch. And listening does, has a different feel to it. You, you, don't, you don't connect with the, with the listener or with the with the YouTuber per se, uh, here yeah. it says with the podcaster, uh, by seeing them, you connect with them by listening. So you're focused just on listening, right? So that's the difference, I think. And it's growing, it's growing, right? Yeah. And I believe here at the African Experience Podcast, we provide our brothers and sisters across the globe, not just the opportunity and freedom to be heard, but the opportunity to hear from other people as well, right? And as you said previously, we are going to interview ordinary people, experts, practitioners, and professionals from all works of love. At the same time, we will also have conversation with anyone from anywhere who has something to say regarding the African people and their place in the world. What do you Definitely. have to say regarding this one? Definitely. We, the, the thing is, we believe people have value. Everybody. Yeah. Every single individual we know has to has a value to give. So with this, uh, it doesn't really matter where the person is. We have Africans in the Americas, in the in the, the, in the United States, and other um, parts of America. We have Africans in in Europe. We have Africans in Asia. Anywhere, what, whichever stone you lift, you can see an African these days. So these people have experiences and have experienced the world through different lenses, right? So for instance, Mm. if say an African who is in Ghana, uh, the way they see the world is different from an African say who is in China. Exactly. Take you, you, you and me for example, or you and I, is it whichever one is the proper pronoun to use. (laughs) Uh, Take you and I for example, uh, we've 
we've, we've, we're probably similar in many ways, right? Because we grew up in Ghana and we came to a foreign country. Our, yeah. view, our view of Ghana and Africa and the diaspora at large is, is different to say an, an African in Ghana, right? Not yeah. to say one has a better view than the other, it's just different views. So this is what we are planning to bring up with this point, exactly. right? So yeah. say for example, uh, you, you, you're probably versed in, 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 in this, depart this department than I, the history of Africa and politics of Africa. These are things we think can, can come to our platform, right? What do you think yes. about that? Yes, yes. And as you said, you know, we also know that wisdom and knowledge come in different forms. Mm -hmm. And everyone has his own way of seeing things. And the same goes with Africa. And we all have our own truth, which in one way or the other need to be heard. And I have a strong belief like here, we will talk about our truth. Everybody has the opportunity to say his truth. And yes. this is the right platform for us to go uh, about that. Uh, what do you think are some of the questions that will be talked about here on our platform? Okay, so first of all, what we, we, we are willing to make this platform and the number one platform for Africans, right? Even though it will be. It will, it will, it will, it will. So um, some of the questions or some of the issues we think needs to be at the very least addressed is issues pertaining the history of Africa. Mm. Um, it's very sad that it's only recently that um, we Africans have started to actually tell our own stories. The history of Africa is, is, is probably the biggest, the, 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 the longest history of the world. But it's very unfortunate that we Africans, we, we don't know our history until now. Yeah. Uh, other people have told us who we are, who they think we are. So, uh, for example, growing up um, from primary school to, to the secondary school, we've been taught uh, the British history. Yeah. We've been taught uh, the American, the French history, all these, instead of them teaching us things that our ancestors, our great-great-great-grandfathers have done, they don't. Or I say the curriculum is, 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 is structured towards the British curriculum. There is, um, there is this um, comedian, uh, he's, he's, he's a Malawian. He came to the British Got Talent once. Mm. I was listening to one, one of his comedy and he was saying, so one day he was, he was uh, in, 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 in the streets of Britain, London, I don't know where, then yeah. uh, a man asked him, what was he doing here? He said, what are you doing here? So he said, since my childhood, you've been teaching me your history. What do you expect? <laughs> do you expect me to go to China? Yeah, wh where should I go? <laughs> where should I go? Exactly. So things like this, um, the future of Africa, where we think Afri Africa is our leaders and Af the African people, or seeing the history, uh, the, the the future, uh, it's it's probably entrepreneurship, for example. So mm. we will be looking to bring um, entrepreneurs in Africa, yeah. in the diaspora, p 
people who are trying to make it happen, you know. Mm. Uh, historians, we've already mentioned that. Yes. And other people, entertainment, sports, whatever we think would benefit the, the, the African diaspora. So in a nutshell, we can say that we will talk about why Africa is the way it is today, right? Absolutely, absolutely. What are the relations amongst Africans on the continent? What are the relationships between Africans on the continent and Africans in the diaspora? Yeah. And the African diaspora is very, very important to the African development. And we are also going to talk whether it's time for Africa to take her position on the international stage and also what are the contemporary problems of Africa? Yeah, very Africans. good. Very, very yeah. good. So about uh, uh, the, the, the diaspora, the importance of the diaspora. Uh, mm -hmm. Just recently, we, we, we witnessed the year of return from yeah. the, the diaspora to Ghana, right? Yes. Yeah. A very successful one, I think. Uh, in my opinion, too, even though it has its flaws here and there. But yeah. overall, it's, I think it was a successful project. Mm. Um, I think it's something that we'll be looking forward to in the future. And looking at it, I have had the time to actually follow. I've had the time to watch some YouTube videos and see some African-American especially who have decided to come back home in this case, Ghana and other parts of Africa, to establish simple things, services, simple products. So things like these are things I think we really, really need. And it's, it's a very beneficial uh, project, I think. And I also believe like we, we would have a, uh, an episode on the Africans in the diaspora solely for them, so that we can talk about all these things, which will also lead us to talking about the solutions to African problems. Definitely, and definitely. The impact of uh, the foreign invasion, I don't know if it's right, uh, particularly religion on African Africans, and also the gender issues, the distributions of roles and responsibilities between African men and African women. Absolutely, I, I, I second that. I think uh, things need to be said. Although we're not, uh, we're not experts, no one should take us as, as authorities of any kind. We're just exactly. two, two ordinary people who think it's time to, to actually bring such uh, matters, even though it's other people are talking about it. We're yes. looking to, to bring it in such a way that people can feel more comfortable, people mm. can, can have the freedom and talk about what they want, they need to talk about, right? Exactly. Yeah. So what are the expectations? What should people expect from the African Experience podcast? Uh, people should expect, a, should expect a lot. So I think by this time, people have actually, uh, anyone listening uh, would have had uh, a brief summary of what, or uh, an, an overview of what we will be doing on this podcast. Um, people would, should expect us sometimes, not necessarily having um, guests over. Uh, we, will we will take um, some issues we think we can talk about. We can, we can talk about from our perspective, right? From our perspective, we'll have conversations, we'll have uh, experts in their field come, 
we'll ask them questions. We, we will ask them for what they think the solution might be. It's, it's something, it's small, it's gradual, but we believe small effects are better than no effects, right? Exactly. At the very least, uh, anyone listening to this podcast, um, say for example, there is, a, there is an issue uh, very serious to Africans and we're able to, to, to bring this issue to life to anybody listening to this podcast. The awareness only is enough. The awareness of that issue is enough, right? Some, some, some of our forgotten histories, some people listening to this podcast would probably have never heard of it. And it, it will spark this curiosity of going to look for more um, stories like that. And we think small things like this is what we need. So people should expect a lot from us. People should, even though I feel like it feels like we're putting too much pressure on ourselves, but we're looking to deliver, really deliver uh, uh, th this kind of um, value in, in, in a more calm and in a more relatable manner. And a greater number of African students go study yeah. outside the continent. I think people should expect us to also have interviews and conversations, as you said, with them, their experiences outside the continent, their situations, ups and downs, success stories, and their expectations and contributions towards the future of the continent as well, right? Definitely, definitely. Uh, and um, Africans have always been outside studying, right? Yeah. But um, even though I don't have data to back this, but I think the most successful Africans never really come back home, right? The most successful Africans who go out to, to look for greener pastures. It's very funny, greener pastures, the word, it's so funny to me because Africa is more green than anywhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but why out? So for example, somebody would live a very green country like uh, the Sub-Saharan Africa, one of the sub-Saharan mm. African, African countries, and go to Norway, for example, the cold north, and say, going to look yeah. greener pastures. It's, it's, it's really, really funny to me. So, yeah. There, there are Maybe of we have the green, but not the pastures. <laughs> yeah, the green in the sense of dough, right? The money. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we will in interview people. And if you go to China, if you go to Japan, even I think places as remote as Fiji, you'll find Africans studying there. We, yes, we're looking I, to I even had a story of two Africans who are now uh, stranded in Turkmenistan. Wow. And I was asking, where did they hear that name, Turkmenistan? <laughs> and they were eager to go, to go there. So you are, you are absolutely uh, right. And also delve into the world of Africans, as we said, in the diaspora. Definitely. And Africans born outside of the African continent. Definitely. We want to hear uh, their story. Did you tell us about their day-to-day -day experiences and opinions of the current situations and the events happening around the world and in, in Africa as well? So the expectation, I think, is going to be high from us. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's, so, it's so great that we, we now are this time in the world, 
we we I think we're lucky in terms of uh, um, advanced technology uh, than any other time the, the, of the whole world history. So mm. um, now you you can be here and you can be talking to somebody as far as China, right? Mm. This is something we take for granted. I bet you if, um, if say a person from the 14th century was able to, be, to, to, to come to this world today, would think they're in heaven or something. Sometimes exactly. I used to think so. So we need to take, um, we need to take advantage of what we have now. We need to know that the world is changing fast and we need to, we need to keep up. Africans exactly. taking their stage is we already are the world stage, right? We already exactly. have taken our stage, but we need to change the approach, in my opinion. We need to exactly. be more independent, right? Now, let's tell you something about us. Well, my name is Yakubu Ali. I am from Ghana and currently a master's student of African studies and international relations at the Istanbul Commerce University here in Istanbul, Turkey. I came here in 2011 and I studied in the high school. After that, I completed in 2015. Then I studied political science and public administration as an undergraduate in the Bulentin Ejavit University, where I graduated in 2019. And I have always been interested in the history of Africa and the progress of the African people, the desire to know more about who we are as Africans, where we came from, our position in the world, and where we want to go. This curiosity well, puts me in a position where I always search to find the truth about uh, Africa and Africans at large. And in doing so, actually, I found a lot. I, discovered myself as an African. So uh, a journey that started some 200,000 years ago from the continent, it's in us and we are always in pursuit of finding ourselves and who we are. I'm really excited to be here on this platform to continue the journey with you and then to create a certain sense of awareness and actualizations as Africans and human beings at last. And through that, I believe we can grow together. Hafiz, can we know something about you? Yeah, sure. Uh, that's, that's a tough question. That, uh, that's a question I've been grappling with recently, who, who I am. In, yeah. in, in a very broad sense, right? Obviously, I know who I am. I know my race. I know what I do, right? But um, my name is Abdul Hafiz Adam, as you know. And my journey is very similar to Yaakov's journey. Uh, I was born in Ghana and I left the, the, the country when I was um, a little above 14 years old. Um, I came to Turkey to study for high school. Interesting. People really get surprised when I tell them I've been in Turkey for high school. Mm. 
Yeah, so I came to Turkey to study high school like Yakub, and fortunately, I was able to graduate successfully, and I had the opportunity to continue my undergrads in Turkey. Uh, in this case, I studied mechanical engineering uh, in Ankara, Gazi University, right? Mm. Yeah. When anyone asks me who I am or what I am now, I, I'd rather tell them that I am an entrepreneur rather than an engineer, right? Things change, things change. And entrepreneurship, I think, is, is, is a huge deal for me, right? Uh, Africans and African studies, history, psychology, sociology, anthropo, everything has been an interest to me. And recently I have, I have uh, started listening to how language connects to history. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's something that is really, really interesting. I think just like how we, f we view science as an integral part of life, I think language is just as important. Can yeah. you imagine science without language? What, yeah. what, would you, what would you call it? Right, so I think language is so important. And as Africans, we have over how much? 2,000 languages in Africa. We, yes. we, need to, we need to study the path of the languages. And I think I know people who actually are in this field. And these are things that interest me a lot. I view the world from that lens of engineering and also the, the, the humanitarian sciences. sciences. Uh, this, I think, uh, in all, kind of uh, shows who I am and who I want to become, right? So, yeah, and um, without saying too much, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. So for people who are listening to us, you, you realize by now that we studied in Turkey and obviously English is not the first language of Turkey or the language of Turkey at all. Uh, it's Turkish and we're not very bad at Turkish either. So uh, once in a while, if you hear some, some Turkish vocabulary or a vocabulary that sounds strange, it's probably Turkish. It's coming, it's coming spontaneously. Yeah, because we, we've been here for long and it's, it's actually affected uh, in a way, positive or negative, depending how you look at it, uh, uh, our speech and the way of thinking, which is normal. We just hope that we'll, we'll add some kind of spice to the <laughs> way we do, we do things, things here. Exactly. Well, exactly. there you, 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 uh, you heard it all. We are going to do our very, very best to make sure that our podcast is a very exciting and interactive uh, as we can. And on that note, we thank you very much for listening to us. And we hope that you will join us in our next episode. And you can also contribute with opinions and all sort of ideas if you have one. Thank you very much for listening to us and see you later. Thank you very much, everybody. listening to this episode of the African Experience Podcast. For show notes, visit us on www.theaexppodcast.com and follow us on social media at The AEXP Podcast.